With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We start today, though, in the National Football League, where their plans may be altered, depending on what's going on in this world with the pandemic and preseason football. We'll dive into that. But we start out talking, George, about Colin Kaepernick, because there was some news yesterday from Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll and talking about the former 49ers signal caller, a player that the Seahawks brought in a few years ago and from that point until now, let's hear from Pete Carroll right now on what's transpired on the Colin Kaepernick front in the last, I don't know, week or so. This from Pete Carroll yesterday. I regret that that didn't happen in some fashion. I wish we would have contributed to it because the guy deserved to play. I thought at the time, I just in our situation as a backup, man, I didn't, I didn't feel it was right to, at that time. Those were the words of Pete Carroll talking about why they didn't sign Colin Kaepernick. And now... Pete Carroll wishes that they would have. Wow. Interest, interesting comments from, <laughs> from, from, from one Pete Carroll because I don't know what side of his mouth he's talking about. When you hear the comments of three years ago, it's, hey, we're, not, we're looking at him as a starter. We're looking at Colin Kaepernick as a starter. It's why we didn't bring him in, but I kind of feel that Pete's message has changed a little bit from what we just heard in those comments there. Oh, absolutely. This is a case of, all right, first thing is, when you look at Pete Carroll, I have to applaud Pete Carroll from the fact of, in his history, 
he has shown that he's willing to do whatever it takes to win, like he did at USC, which ended with the team ended up on probation because you're the you're the top, you know what's going on. And with Russell Wilson, he started Russell Wilson, rookie, five eleven. Uh, all of this after you sign Matt Flynn. So he's going to do what he thinks is best for his team. He's proven that. And so I'm going to take him on his word for 2017. Oh, I thought Kaepernick was going to get a job. I didn't want to sign him because I thought he was a starter. Okay. All right, Pete, I'm going to give you that. But what about 2018 when you had Brett Huntley as your backup? 2019, you had Geno Smith. It, it just perplexes me because it's, it seems very easy to come back and say, oh, well, I made the wrong decision in 2017. Mm-hmm. You had two whole seasons to make up for that. And I think that that's where it feels disingenuous by Pete Carroll because you had a chance to do the right thing, but you didn't. The question is why? I think that the reason why he is saying what he is now, and I know that's not the question that you're answering or that you're asking me, which I will answer in a bit, but I think that he's saying it now because it feels like it's the right thing to say, that it's the positive thing to say that, yeah, hey, I made a mistake. I wish I would have, you know, I wish we would have done it back then in 2017 when we brought brought him in because now is when you say those types of things when you look at the landscape of where Seattle was if Pete just wanted to talk about the position and this is where I'll answer where I think 2018 and 2019 comes in remember one of the things that kind of I don't want to say broke up the Seahawks but got in the middle of the Seahawks was when Richard Sherman and members of the defense felt that Russell Wilson was getting special special treatment Remember that? Remember there was where yeah. where maybe maybe the defenders were looking at that, hey, Russell Wilson isn't held to the same accountability as we are. And guys are maybe Pete Carroll and the Seahawks and John Schneider are drafting maybe possible replacements for some of the guys on the defense. But Russell Wilson never really had a challenger at the quarterback position. Like you mentioned like Brett Hundley for, you know, for when Russell Wilson took over the job and, you know, rest in peace to Tavares Jackson, but Tavares Jackson was never, ever even a remote threat to push Russell Wilson. And Brett Hundley was never a remote threat to push Russell Wilson as a starting quarterback. Geno Smith is now their backup. There is no way that Geno Smith would ever obviously be the guy to push Russell Wilson. But when you go back three or four years, George, and you look at where Russell Wilson was as a quarterback, he isn't the Russell Wilson that we look at today. That maybe you know probably should have gotten some MVP votes last year. Like there were some still some things where you're like, okay, if if we don't have Russ, maybe we could still win with our defense. My point being this is it doesn't excuse it. It's it's a different message each time because now you're saying you wish you would have brought Colin Kaepernick in when you thought that he was a starter. Well, if he's a starting caliber, that puts pressure on Russell Wilson, which is something that you have never shown that you've wanted to do during your tenure there. And that's why I just feel like he's trying to say the right thing at this time. And I don't know how productive that sort of thing is. Cause I, I don't, well, I don't think it's genuine. I don't think that well, he feels that way. Well, the thing is, is that you have the power to change it. I think that that's the, that that's the issue. And I don't think that you have to bring in a somebody to compete with your franchise quarterback because uh, Russell, Russell Wilson is a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, you know, you don't bring in somebody to push Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers. That, that's your quarterback. It's a different position because if you have two two starting caliber quarterbacks, then you really have none. But how and many that's times? My point, but that's my point, George, of like, sorry to interrupt, but when he's saying like, I look back and thought at that point, like now I wish we would have. Well, why would you do that? Like, well, like- I get it. I get it in 2017, right? So I, I can buy it for 2017. But 2018, if you thought that that was the right thing then, then in 2018, when he didn't get a job, then you know that it was that that would have been the right thing to do because Pete Carroll always talks about iron sharpening iron, competition in practice makes the team better, and that that's what his his players have said as well. So why wouldn't you ha- bring somebody in to push for the backup job or if you were so concerned about Colin Kaepernick getting a job, why didn't you just uh, sign him in a preseason? Let him go through one well, offseason, let him go through, learn the system, get back in shape. 
have a good preseason and then agree to cut him. That way he could go somewhere else where he could be a starter. We see teams do favors like that for people all the time because they want to get him a chance, get back in the league. It's happened time over over time. This is just a case where the the league in general was like, hold up, let's be super cautious about this. Even though this man didn't commit a crime, even though he did not do any, I mean, he only donated a million of his own dollars, showed up without the publicity, all of that. And, and then he couldn't get a job yet. You still have people like Michael Vick, who I'm a fan of his transformation and all of that. So this is not a Michael Vick bash, but Michael Vick, who had the, the dog fighting and abuse. He was able to come back in the league, even though, and they didn't care about the backlash then. You know, uh, same thing with Ray Rice, even though the league had seen the video at first. Then once it came out, they did something else. Kareem Hunt back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and and, and I think the the guy though the the real example is Eric Reed, the guy who was kneeling next to Colin Kaepernick, the guy who also spoke out and is he had an NFL team, but I don't think that Eric Reed was in the spotlight. You know, yeah, like it, the, it wasn't the same. Correct, correct. So so when you're an NFL owner or you're an NFL head coach because we're talking about Pete Carroll, Eric Reed is not going to bring that type of attention to your team. Yeah, because he's not the starting quarterback. Yeah, The starting absolutely. quarterback has it. And there are so many people that would point to, oh, uh, his team was bad his last few years, but his last year in San Francisco, uh, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, if Nathan Peterman is still on a roster, if uh, Matt Schaub and all these people are still on a roster, you can't make sense of saying that that Colin Kaepernick is is not not only worthy of being on a roster, but but should be in competition for some of the lower tier starting spots. I, I get I get all that. And this is the point, George, that I don't think that I, I don't know if people don't want to talk about it or it's just not thought of. Colin Kaepernick is not taking Nathan Peterman's rookie deal to play in the National Football League. That is not happening. And the price of what it would cost to sign Colin Kaepernick is something that I haven't heard anybody talk about because I think that is truly what is going to be the reason why Colin Kaepernick plays in the National Football League again or doesn't play in the National Football League again or at least gets that shot? Because I don't know if you're a team. Marcus Mariota right now, for example, is going to make $7.5 million uh, next season to be the backup to Derek Carr with the Las Vegas Raiders. Does Colin Kaepernick want $7.5 million to be a backup quarterback in the National Football League? I, I I don't know that that answer. I do know that he reportedly had asked for twenty million dollars to play in the Alliance, the football league that folded, well, you know, a little over a year ago. So you're yeah, gonna, but wouldn't you go ahead? Yeah, but doesn't doesn't it make sense though? Like if you're going to take a job somewhere that you know that you don't belong in a lower tier place, that yeah, you're going to ask for top tier money, even though that that's just. A, a report we don't have that for a fact or know it or anything like like that that's just speculation and rumors that have been been heard but I, I don't think that the money would be an issue I think that if somebody is expecting him to take the minimum that's actually that's actually absurd and um and unreasonable because when you look at quarterback because his league minimum would be somewhere around a million bucks but when you look at the backup quarterback money you got Colt McCoy with the Giants making 2.25. Jeff Driscoll with the Broncos, two and a half. Andy Dalton, three million. So uh, Chase Daniel, who's thrown about 50 passes his whole career, uh, three and a half million. So that's where Colin Kaepernick, I think, should fit. Like being that he hasn't played in a few years, he should fit somewhere in between that two million to to. Three million with bonuses if he ends up playing or starting or something. See, and that's what where I look at it and say, and I don't disagree with those numbers. I actually think that that's probably what you're thinking. But now you get into a negotiation, and if you're an NFL team, you're saying the guys have played in an NFL game since 2016. Like what? What? Like what are we doing now? If you're Colin Kaepernick, you're saying 
Do you realize that when I sign with your team, my jersey is going to be the most popular selling jersey in the National Football League for that time of how much I'm bringing? I don't think Colin Kaepernick signs for $3 million a year. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case. He didn't want to take a $5 million pay cut to join, join the Broncos, and neither team, the Niners or Broncos, wanted to pay that much of the salary. John Elway, years back, said, we'll pay him you know, $7 million, Niners, if you want to pay the rest. They said, no thanks. Kaepernick couldn't take a pay cut, so he doesn't go to Denver in that trade. I don't think Colin Kaepernick takes a deal that is worth $3 million. Oh, if, at, at the, I absolutely do. No, because no way. You've, no way. I, oh, you, so, do, you, do, do you see what Jameis Winston just took to go to the Saints? He's got a chance to make, I think, $7 million or something like that if all the bonuses hit. So if you put Colin Kaepernick on a deal and you say, all right, we're going to give you two and a half, three and a half million dollars, and but there's escalators in the deal, which are in all backup, well, all notable backup quarterback deals where if you end up starting, you can make another two, three, five, eight million dollars depending on how you perform and then the team subsequently performs. So if you put him to that, then yes, that's something any sensible person would sign because you get a chance to make a lot of money if you perform. And there's not a lot of risk to the team because you don't have to sign him to a three-year deal with guaranteed money. No, you can say, all right, dude, we're, we're, we're going to bring you in. We're going to give you a shot. We'll give you half a million dollars to sign like we give everybody else. Two and a half million. Come in here. We'll give, give you a shot. See what happens. We're going to continue this conversation because I, I, I understand what you're saying, but he's been out three years. There's his value that he looks that, that he's worth. And I'm not sure that a team that would sign him has a question at quarterback. We've heard a lot about, hey, the Chiefs should sign him. I think Dan Patrick said as much today. I think Doug has said as much on, on the network. And there's no way he's going to play behind Patrick Mahomes unless there's you know what some you sort mean? of injuries. There's, there's some sort of injuries. There's, there's oh, no- that's the optimal spot, somewhere where he doesn't have to play. He's been out of ball for three years. Yeah, that's and the he, best place for him to be. And then he doesn't reach any of those incentives. So then he's still Who sitting cares? there with two million dollars. That's what I'm saying is he's not going to accept the deal when he knows that he's he not would absolutely no. The, the 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 point is Dan is that he's got to get back in the league first and 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 easing in getting in there because even when you're the backup quarterback, you still get a chance to go through preseason, play games. Patrick Mahomes missed a couple games last year, and you had Matt Moore come in. So if you're behind a starter, you'll still probably find some time on the field to make your money for the next season without that expectation and that setup for failure because you've been out for three years. The backup role is the optimal spot for him right now. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox job searching can be a lonely process endless searching phone calls that go nowhere applications that vanish it's time for a better way to find a job express employment professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search go to expresspros.com to find the office near you each year tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of express employment professionals and express helps people find all kinds of jobs from manual 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Joining us now to talk Major League Baseball, a guy you can find on Twitter at Bill Shaken, and also read him in the LA Times covering America's pastime. Bill Shaken joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Bill, happy Friday. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing uh, doing spectacular, and I because because I'm thinking and I'm just I'm deducting from what I'm seeing. I, I I see 114 and I see 50 and I see 82 and I see maybe 50 some, and now I see 79 games from the union, and maybe the owners want to come back with 70 or something. Are we finally bridging a gap to agree on how many games are going to be played if? these two sides can get an agreement to have a major league baseball season. Are we, are we getting closer than, than we ever have before? I think we're getting closer in the sense that as commissioner Manfred said on national television the other night, there's going to be a season 100%. The question really is not how many games are we going to have, but how much money are the owners willing to pay the players for those games? And while the owners have made various offers, They've packaged roughly the same amount of money in different ways. So sometimes it's a sliding scale of pay cuts. Sometimes it's a certain amount of pay cuts for everybody. Sometimes it's a pool of money, uh, but it's, it's not going up much toward the player's direction. Uh, and the owners, of course, would tell you that the players are asking for way too much uh, for too long of a season given the medical risk. But where we really are is that the owners believe that an agreement that says the payers will be paid on a prorated basis, meaning if you have half a season, the players will get 50% of their salary. The owners say, but we're not going to have any fans. So you have to come back and renegotiate the salary because obviously we're not going to make as much money without fans as we would with fans. And the players say, but that's not what the agreement says. And the owners say, well, come back and talk about it with us anyway. And that's kind of where we're stuck. The owners have not come off demanding that the players lower their salary rate from full prorated salaries. And until that happens, you're left with the owners deciding to impose the season, which they can do. Bill, uh, is this just a perfect storm of events where you have the players were already starting to be angry and tense over the last couple of years with, with big name players having to wait on deals? And then you have the CBA coming up and now you have the pandemic potential shortened uh, season. Is this the perfect storm of events for uh, missing a foot? I'm missing a baseball season. In a sense. 
and I think that was part of the reason Manfred said the other night, look, we're going to have a season. One way or the other, we will have a season. But the trouble is that when the owners go to the players and say, trust us, work with us on this salary issue, and you can trust us to work with you on something else, the players look back at the past few years and say, we can't trust you. You guys negotiated a great bargaining agreement, and you've used us to kill us financially. So, you know, the premise of the game used to be get to arbitration, right, and make some serious money as a player. And now teams say, yeah, you know what, maybe if you don't agree to what we're offering, we'll just release you anyway. Get the free agency. Ton of money waiting in free agency. Well, now, unless you're Mike Trout or Bryce Harper or someone of that caliber, you know what, we can find somebody who's younger and cheaper because our analytics show that we shouldn't pay older players. So we'd rather pay younger players. And guess what? You don't have to play younger players as much. That's the kind of thing that the players are kind of tired of. They got beaten up in bargaining last time. It's not the owner's fault. Nobody forced the players to sign a bad deal. But the players are resolute that they do not want the owners taking advantage of them again. So when the owners say, look, trust us, longer schedule this season, but come down on your salary and you'll end up making more money in the end to the point where the players might actually turn down more guaranteed salary to stick on the fact that they're not going to come off what they've already agreed to in terms of a prorated salary. <laughs> Sticking to their principles. Bill Shaken joining us here on Fox Sports Radio on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. You've referenced this a couple of times. Bill, I, I don't think that maybe you've heard my other shows, but and, and for those that haven't, I've said that the the – Baseball union against baseball owners is the greatest rivalry in sports. It's better than Army-Navy. There's more hate than Ohio State-Michigan and Duke-North Carolina or, you know, or in George, George's case, Oregon-Oregon State, if you want to put, put the rivalries. Like, the union and players are just always butting heads. So, when you mentioned Manfred's statement on Wednesday and what he said, was that a message to the fans or was that a threat to the players' union when he says, we're going to have baseball no matter what? I think it was both. Remember, Manfred, although he's always the guy speaking because he's the commissioner, he works for the owners. The owners Mm -hmm. hire him. The owners can fire him. So Manfred is in a tough spot right now because the owners firmly believe that the players need to come back and renegotiate on salaries. The agreement doesn't really say that. It sort of has some amorphous language that the owners are interpreting to, you must come back and and negotiate on salaries. And again, if there was trust between the parties, you might have that negotiation. But now the players are resolute. That's not going to happen. So Manfred has to go back to the owners and say, well, we, we told you this agreement meant it's not going to actually work out like that. And that's a tough position. So he's trying to get, number one, fans to understand all these doomsday scenarios you're reading about, no baseball for a year and a half, baseball will die, baseball will be worse off than eSports. He goes, just get off that. We're going to play. But – He also wants to let the players know that the next offer that's coming, which is coming this afternoon, um, they still want the players to give on salary, and they're not. So I'm not sure how that leads to a negotiated agreement. Well, how big of a deal is this or that the league and the players union realize that the 94 strike did terrible damage to the league in terms of popularity? NFL passed it. NBA is very popular as well. And are they looking at, hold up, we can't let that happen again? There's been a wave of commentary over the past couple of weeks that points out, look, you know, a strike is a hard thing to come back from, and it's going to be even harder now than it was in 1995 because baseball is less popular, and a lot of the money that's fueled baseball's expansion has come from the huge amounts of money that cable companies have paid for baseball rights. But guess what? Not a lot of people are as into cable and satellite as they were in 1995. Everybody's cutting the cord, especially now. Last few months, there's no sports on TV. Hey, I'll try Hulu. I'll try Netflix. I'll try YouTube TV. I don't need to be wedded to my regional sports network. And when people cut those cords, there's a lot less money coming in the door. And guess what? Next year, do you think you're going to see a full stadium? I mean, in California, I can tell you the governor's made clear nobody's going into a full stadium until we either have a vaccine for the coronavirus or effective treatments. Are we going to have those by March? I mean, I don't know, but 
I think it's reasonable that attendance is going down. Your media revenue might go down. Yeah, so it's probably not a, a good idea to intentionally wound your sport right now. But they know that. The owners know that. The players know that. And, yeah, it is a little bit crazy that they can't make a deal and get out ahead of it. I'll just I'll wrap up with this. Bill Shaken joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug. What what is what is your guess? I mean, on, are we still sitting here without a date on July twelfth? Are we actually uh, watching baseball uh, on July twelfth? Where do you think we are, and how far away do you think we are from things starting? I would imagine that next week, one way or the other, there will be a deal. Either the two sides will make a deal, or the commissioner will pose a deal. But we'll get the clock started. Teams will have about three weeks to get ready, and you'll see baseball in mid July. There it is. I think that's a, it's all that we can hope for now. That's best-case scenario. Plus, I had my money on baseball beating basketball to real games. Bill, we appreciate the time. You know, it's uh, crazy. I wish we could actually talk games, but we aren't. But uh, have a great weekend. We'll do it again soon. All right. Take care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox job searching can be a lonely process endless searching phone calls that go nowhere applications that vanish it's time for a better way to find a job express employment professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search go to expresspros.com to find the office near you each year tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of express employment professionals and express helps people find all kinds of jobs for man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
This kind of all stemmed from a report from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. You can see him on Fox Sports 1, Speak for Yourself, and other programs as well, breaking down the NBA, saying that there is a significant number of NBA players who are basically not keen on starting restarting the 2019-2020 season, saying they are disappointed that not everybody had a voice in how the season would return. And to summarize, some of the players don't feel that now is the right time to return, not only with the health situation, but maybe more realistically with where we are as a society, with the Black Lives Matter movement following the death of George Floyd. There are some players that don't think the timing is right to return to basketball right now. When you hear that report from Chris Haynes, what pops up in your mind? Well, Dan, I think we have to break it down into two parts. The The first part is about players all their voices not being heard about coming back and then the second part about entertainment and the the climate in the culture so the first thing is is okay should we be coming back it well that everybody should have had a voice no that's not the way negotiations work it's not the way big organizations work at all if you're dealing with a company of 10 people then yeah probably everybody gets a voice but that's why you have leadership. That's why you have the union, the, the, the NBA PA. Chris Paul is the president. That's why you have all these people to do a lot of the heavy lifting. And maybe, yes, there should be a, a vote on some of these things overall. But as far as each individual player having their voice heard, no, that's why you have reps for teams and all of that. That's their job to communicate it up the ladder. How about you, Dan? That, yeah, that's. The name that popped out in this report was Kyrie Irving. The Kyrie Irving's the guy who's going around trying to tell, you know, players that, hey, maybe this isn't something that we should do. And when this agreement was made with the NBA, with the, the Players Association, you mentioned Chris Paul, Michelle Roberts, a part of that as well. It seemed like it was a formality, George, that. This was this was good for most of the NBA. This was like m- maybe some players would not be happy with it. Maybe some of the players weren't happy with it because they couldn't resume their season. But by and large, this was going to be good for the Players Association and they were going to move on. I don't think that there would be any trouble with some of the NBA players in trying to formulate a plan to come back. I actually don't think that they're two separate issues, unfortunately, because I think what the players are trying to do is maybe take one issue to show why they don't want to do another thing. And and I th- the message that that I'm curious about because Kyrie Irving is the one who's kind of bringing people together as, as I mentioned, Kyrie Irving's not even going to play. And, yeah. and and that's like why is Kyrie Irving who is out with a shoulder injury, who's not going to be available for the Nets, why is he the one who by the way wouldn't have to go to Orlando for 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 a month and a half? Why is he the one now that is sticking up and trying to get people together when I don't think that, well, you know like there's a bunch of guys who probably want to play and want to resume the season and I'm just wondering is he is he using the climate because he doesn't think that you know a guy should play or guys saying like I don't want to be in Orlando for two straight months so maybe this is a way out of it I just I almost think that they they may be using one against the other to try to get their way That's a that's a thought. I, I mean, I I looked at it as two separate. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just looked at it as two separate. Wait a sec. Is that is that your way of saying it's some of the, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard? Like when you say like that's a thought. <laughs> then <laughs> that's i'm gonna take that as george saying like that's just moronic that's stupid that's no, no, no 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 your feelings but. no i i don't think it's moronic i just don't think it's it you know I, I i do think that it's a it is a reasonable proposition now that i do if i thought it was stupid i would say it was stupid but um i do think it's a reasonable proposition i just think i just looked at it as two separate issues but to get to your point about the second issue and Kyrie Irving speaking out i think you have a very very valid point there because somebody who's not necessarily involved in it yes you are a figure a big figure in the nba but should you really be the person who is arbitrating on the behalf of other players whether they should go or not you know it's the people Mm -hmm. who may that are going to be a part of it that should have the loudest voices in the room but the i want to get nailed down onto the part where he said 
about the temperature in the country and uh, players out entertaining during this time. Sports has always been used to help heal and break down racial barriers. It's always been. I mean, when you look back at Jesse Owens going to go run in Germany, that helped the the, the country, even though he came back to a, a racist situation, not being able to go in front doors and all of this stuff, all of that. Uh, help break racial tensions down. You look at the uh, Olympics down in Mexico City, racial tensions there, all, all, all of that. Sports has always been used to do that, and it can help people heal. And with the pandemic, uh, athletes are entertainers. That was my job. That's Kyrie Irving's job. That's how he makes money. That's how the leagues make money. So, yes, where he said it's just to ease the economic burden. Yeah, but it's the economic burden for you, the economic burden for the owners, the economic burden for all the players. So it seems convenient for a guy who's made like $100 million to say, ah, well, you know, it's to ease your financial burden. But, no, you are entertainers and you have a huge platform. Uh, to speak out about social change and truthfully people are going to care and pay more attention about your comments when you're playing that's why Colin Kaepernick if he took a knee in the uh, locker room after games it would not have been as powerful and as noted as him doing it on the field so NBA players spoke up when they wore the I can't breathe shirts they spoke up in other ways being visible and using your platform that as an entertainer actually gives you more of a powerful voice to help people and for change. So I think Kyrie, who's a flat earther, is totally off base with this as well. I, I just I, I don't get how he can he can corral the troops and, you know, get get, you know, get all these guys together when he's he's just not going to suit up. Like, I, I mean, like if it was if it was and I'm just going to use LeBron James for the fact of the matter is the Lakers are up five and a half games on the Clippers for the top spot in the Western Conference. They're only going to play eight games. The likelihood, George, of the Lakers losing that top spot is very slim. They probably have to lose every game that they played in Orlando. Yeah. So if you're in Orlando and you're LeBron James, and, and maybe LeBron still has a house in Miami, and it's like, you know what, we've clinched the number one spot after three games. I'm going to go back to Miami, you know, for for a couple of days until, you know, we can start up this playoff or start up the training camp sort of thing. Like, I understand that from a player perspective of, like, why I wouldn't necessarily want to stay in Orlando if I didn't have to. Because there may be some guys who are sitting there, you know, twiddling their thumbs for a week because things may already be decided. I get that sort of thing. I just don't get why Kyrie Irving, the guy who's not going to just step a, you know, step an ounce in onto the basketball court and won't be affected as the one that are doing it. Now, some may say like, well, that's that, that's why because he's the one that's you know he has nothing to lose. He has the pulse on it. I just don't think that's the case. I think you got to talk to the guys that are actually asked to play those games and how they're going to sort things out to really get a feel of if this is the right move for the NBA or not. Well, the players, hoopers want to hoop. The Lakers don't want to lose this season. Clippers don't want to lose this season. You you have an opportunity to not only build on their legacies, but win a championship. You put in so much work to get to this moment for it to just be just stolen away from you for, for no fault of your own. It would be a very tough thing for people to deal with. So, like, in general, players want to play. Otherwise, they would not be getting back to work. They, uh, Chris Paul helped with Adam Silver negotiate a way for players back because if the NBA players are probably the most powerful out of all the sports because their contracts are guaranteed, the stars have such an impact that if they don't play, then a, a team just can go from a playoff team to a team that is, you know, in the lottery. So NBA players have so much power, and if they didn't want to play, they would not be playing. So I do think, though, Dan, that the problem with it is is that this is a tough ask for NBA players um, that the that is going to go play in Orlando because you're going to have to be away from your family because there's I think you can take three players, but there are some exceptions. Like how is LeBron supposed to take his family from LA? 
down there for up to like 60 some days up to like 63 days or something like that 63 67 days how his son's supposed to start back school playing ball well Bronny and Bryce uh his daughter his daughter and his wife may be able to go but I mean like how do you disrupt your whole entire family's life for months it's a tough ask for players I think and I think that Adam Silver uh, you know as the NBA commissioner of he's trying to balance everything and I'm not giving him a pass because at times I think it's a little wishy-washy and how they're trying to maneuver stuff because there was the message at the start of the pandemic of we want to be the first league back. We want to be the league that, you know, we would be proud to, you know, to, to carry that banner to show other sports leagues and, you know, to get things going. And I thought to myself, well, of course you want to be first because everybody wants to be first because everybody's going to be interested in seeing live sports again. But then all of a sudden now you're trying to figure out the construction of a season. How do you do it? So when you try to figure out, George, are you balancing the health of players are you balancing to get the season back? Are you doing what's best for the league? They all have different wants and needs. And that's where, like, I, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, if it really was about health, you probably wouldn't have 22 teams there. You know, one of the teams being the Washington Wizards with five and a half, you know, five and a half games back of the final playoff spot and try to figure out a way to get that team into the playoffs. So it's it, it's not all about health if you're also then developing a play in game to try to make it competitive. So you're trying to balance all of these things. When you're trying to balance all of these things, you also then need to connect with the Players Association. As you said, Chris Paul, Kyrie is a part of the Players Association, has a role in that. How this is now coming out. You know, and, and maybe it is all the climate. Maybe that's the case. I just have a difficult time when they've tried to balance so many different things that now this would be the thing to railroad this league from coming back because basically everything is set and nothing is new of knowing how long teams would stay. And the more you win, the longer you stay. And I would think like, okay, that's even better. You know, like at least you're winning in Orlando and you, your season is going on. It's just it. It's it's very surprising to me with everything that they've balanced and with 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 all of the things they've taken into consideration, the league and the union. That now this is this is coming out. I just it's it, surprise, oh, shocking, dude. no surprising, very. <laughs> all right, so uh, I'll relate it to uh, this. My um, when there are times where me and my my wife would get in arguments, right? And one of the things that she gets super mad about is when we're getting ready to go on vacation. Cause she'll spend, cause I don't really plan too much of our family stuff with very complicated schedule, all of that with all the kids and she'll plan stuff and I'll just kind of, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, babe, whatever, whatever. And it's inevitable. Once it gets close to the end, I come with some sort of either veto or big change that seems minor to me. I'm like, Oh, babe, we, we, we can't leave at two. We have to leave after seven because it is this, this. And she's like, why didn't you say that at first? The plane tickets are bought. This is, and that's what Kyrie Irving is doing. He's being like the, the, the guy that once all the, once the foundation is laid, he comes back and says, Oh, hey, yo, yo, we forgot to put the, the electrical pipe in. And you're like, we just set the cement. <laughs> <laughs> the, you're the Kyrie Irving of your household, huh? <laughs> yeah. You got the be best handles, but you know, you can you can cause some damage. You can put that uh yeah, that that kink in the uh in in uh in the plans. That's that's actually a really good it's a really good analogy with all of this. Because Kyrie, you know, by all intents and purposes was a part of this. Right? I, I yep. mean I mean like like in really doing so and then now if I mean you know, maybe him and Chris Paul are at odds. Maybe there's some different things going on, but it's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's just very, it's, it's just very, very unique, especially when it seemed like the NBA had everything in order. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Good buddy, former NFL scout and host of the Three and Out podcast on the Herd Podcast Network. John Middlecoff joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, John, how are you? What's up, fellas? What's going on? John, in, in your vast experience, when someone has a really bad idea, let's say in a scouting room, would you respond, well, that's an awful idea, or would you say, that's a thought? Because <laughs> I got a that's a thought from George last segment when I gave him a theory, and he was being very kind by saying, that's a thought, but uh, I really took it as like, that was so dumb, Dan. Uh, is, there, is there a casual way you can massage something like that, John? You know what's funny is that they tell you in scouting rooms and probably in any business, right, that uh, let it fly. You know, no idea is a bad idea. And, and you know, definitely with, with football and just sports in general, you can have some outrageous takes. But if you truly believe it, like if you deep down believe it, it's not really a hot take. But then sometimes you say it and everyone's looking at you. You're like, uh, probably not the smartest thing to say, you know? So you know, we hear it so much during the draft, right? Like, stand up for the guys you believe in. Don't let the group think. And then you start pounding the table for a player everyone hates. Or I- I'm sure it happens in business all the time. Uh, and every every head looks at you like you're crazy. Oh, amazing stuff. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I, I, I do want to start out with this. I, I, had to, I had to bring that up, George. I, I had to. We finally heard from Mitchell Trubisky today. Um, how much is he going to stand up in 2020 and try to keep this job away from Nick Foles? I'll give him some credit. I, I texted a buddy with the Bears, like, God, he's pretty self-aware. You know, he, yeah, it wasn't shocking that he didn't get his fifth-year option picked up, but I don't know if I've seen a player. Uh, now, there probably hasn't been that many quarterbacks, but have just come out and said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. 
And, I mean, it's, he's saying something that we all know, but I, I give him some credit for just being able to say that. You know, most players, most humans in general, when they fail, it's in football and pro sports in general is a public job, so you have to say it. You know, it, it, you're asked all these questions from the media, but I, I, I do give him credit. And you know, you talk to people with the Bears; he is mentally tough. It just he just got to be better. You know, it's not like the the thing with him is when you just hearing about him and knowing people with the organization. It's not like lack of care or work ethic or being lazy. It was just bad play. It was just simply. The guy would be wide open and he'd airmail him, you know, and it really wasn't close. I mean, let's be real. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league last year, you know, probably a bottom five guy. But I I think that's where they kind of look and they go, we bring in Foles. So it either goes two ways. He either straight up beats him out and they're better, or Foles beats him out and they're better, right? Because they went 8-8 and with one of the worst quarterbacks in the league last year. Think about that. It's not like they they won four games. They went 8-8. and Now, granted, they won a game at the end of the year. Minnesota wasn't really trying. But it shows you, like, they were 7-8 range with just pitiful quarterback play. So, I, I think either way, whether it, you know, they say pressure bursts pipes or makes diamonds. Now, I don't think Mitch is a diamond. But he's not – I don't think he's as bad as he played last year because he was horrendous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. And I don't think he's going to get any better talking about, oh, I'm motivated now. I don't trust players who say that they're just motivated now. But uh, I saw you talking about the NFL and their potential plan for for starting the season on time. And they put in all these protocols. And you were just saying this is impossible. Like coaches have been saying it's impossible to, to follow. What do you make of the protocols for the NFL? Well, I think sometimes – you know, like if you just ask the average fan, they'd be like, oh, what do you think, like, the 49ers practice facility is like? They're like, oh, it's probably massive. And it's really not. It's pretty small. And you know, George, a lot of meeting rooms are way smaller than something that you find in, like, a high school classroom. They're just yep. not that big. I mean, when you think about, like, the quarterbacks, for example, you don't have 10 quarterbacks. You got two or three. And then the quarterback coach and maybe the head coach. Like, the rooms are small. And the cafeteria, I am just know from experience with the Eagles and being around the Niners, like the spaces are not as big as I think you'd think for some multi-billion dollar. Like if you went to Apple's campus, right, or Facebook, it's huge. And because you think billion-dollar business. Well, football, you actually don't have that many people in your company, right? Yeah. Yep. Once the season gets cut down, you got 50 players, you got some scouts and coaches, and then some salespeople. It's not as big as you think. So, and you know the way the cafeterias work. It's just food out there. People are grabbing and not even thinking. Uh, I, I, I do think the execution of it. Now, I, the one thing I keep saying is we're still a month and a half away from even people showing up. So information's changing by the day. Who knows? Uh, but I, I do think if they're very, very strict on it, it, it will be, I, I think John Harbaugh said it best, humanly impossible. Literally humanly the the, the uh the locker rooms, I saw one of the rules, right, was like every other locker. Well, you don't have just an unlimited amount of locker space. And Correct. They're actually fit for the amount of players. Yeah. And during camp, a lot of these, you know, organizations, because they've added, you know, that extra 10 players over the last, you know, 10 years. So it's 90 people show up to camp. That's The locker rooms are already packed during training camp to begin with. But I just don't know where you put them. Like, you put them outside. I mean, seriously, I just don't know where they go. There'll be so many little circles that we see now on the floor in, in an NFL locker room, like six feet away. Our building in, in Sherman Oaks has them in the lobby. No one, like there's two people waiting for the elevator. No one is standing on those well, circles. I, I actually I, think I think radio is it's a smaller operation but very similar to the NFL when I just think if you just ask the common guy that listens to radio, they'd be like, oh, I bet you have an extravagant – you know, studio, and then you go to a radio station, you're like, there's actually not that much room. Everyone's just kind of around each other. you yeah. got offices kind of parallel. You just, I, I think people think when, you know, these public jobs and these billion-dollar companies that they're, they're sometimes the, the space is a lot different than it actually is in, in a lot of industries. 
John Middlecoff joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer in for Doug Gottlieb today. Of course, John, former NFL scout and host of the 3 and Out podcast on the Herd Podcast Radio Network. When you hear the talk of the limiting of the preseason games uh, from four down to two, which is the report this week, um, do we even need two preseason games if the NFL wants to uh, do away with them this, this preseason? I, I, I think it's going to be a huge experiment this year of how important OTAs and everything are. I think we all know they're important for like the rookies and the young guys to learn whatever they got to learn. But for any veteran player, uh, you know, because the, it just didn't happen this year. You know, now the difference is there is no probably intense training, which could be a huge factor in, remember, I think the 2011 lockout, the amount of injuries, uh, there's going to have to be an acclimation process to just get these guys, just to get everyone the baseline of where they are. Unlike coming into training camp, some coaches now, a lot less probably than you know 20 years ago, just do the conditioning test. But now I think you would legitimately do less for like conditioning tests, more just where they at physically, where's their typical weight, where's it now, and forcing guys to play in a training camp or I mean a preseason game three weeks away when you're actually like six weeks away from even being ready to like play football. I actually think it makes a lot of sense. You could argue maybe college football, you know, the argument would be college football does not do any preseason games. They have a 30-day or whatever, you know, training camp, and then they just start playing. And they're rusty. But NFL teams, they got the entire preseason, and they're rusty. And here's the other pushback. Think how many coaches, like when I first got started being around Coach Reed, he still, you know, would a couple players – you know, by like the fourth preseason game wouldn't play, but he was pretty active with veteran guys, at least a quarter, you know, two quarters, that kind of progression, the first two to that third preseason game, they would come out after the half. I remember watching games last year. It was like, this, the preseason's a joke. You know, McVay yeah. doesn't even bring guys. The Steelers completely waved the white flag. I don't, and I don't blame them. Like, I, I would probably do that too. But I, they didn't care when before the corona so why would they – to me, definitely, you would see, like, guys that, like, uh, you know, nobody's out there, you know? Yeah. I, and that's where you, you could easily get rid of it and it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, John, real real quick, because uh, on your 3 and Out podcast, you do talk mainly football, but you were always on Twitter talking about all sorts of things. And I saw today you commented on a topic we just talked about, which was Kyrie Irving and him being the driving force behind – players not being able to not necessarily liking the plan voting and all of this stuff we were like dude you're not even playing what did you think about uh the report that came out today i that's insane you know this is where i I know lebron is talking about a lot of other stuff and and rightfully so they kind of need him to come out and be like guys we're playing you know or we need to do this because there are huge ramifications if they don't play this season on the amount of money, the salary cap, the future, the lost money. Like, baseball is the same thing. But Kyrie, come on. Like, to me, if, if it had said James Harden or Giannis or something, I'd be like, okay. I mean, they, they do have a lot on the line here. Kyrie, give me a break. Like, that, that to me, that, that he's the guy leading the voice that they shouldn't play is so on brand. When he's not even technically allowed in the bubble. Now, the bigger picture, how are they doing a bubble in a state that's open and still two months away. I do understand the players where it's their own fault because clearly they haven't been paying attention to the rules. And then the last couple days, like, the bubble rules really started kind of coming out publicly for everyone. And if you didn't, like, read articles to be like, okay, this is what they're going to do. And a lot of players are like, why are we going to a bubble? And it's just, listen, I'm a harsh critic of Adam Silver. I I think he's a nice guy. I think he's a smart guy. But can you imagine if Roger Goodell was in his, was in his shoes right now and just these plans were changing by the day and it feels like they have no direction, he would be getting crushed. And Adam gets such a pass because clearly so many people in the media like him personally. But this NBA thing, for as much heat as baseball's taking, is a good example. They're strictly fighting over money. The basketball thing is like, what are they really fighting over right now? It doesn't even make sense. The plans, the bubble, you know, it's just it's a disaster. And Adam Silver's the commissioner, and he, he gets a major – he always yeah. gets a major free pass. It's, it's crazy. You know, and, and if some of the players and had the, the concerns previously, which I'm not sure if they did, they should have spoken up. And, well, because uh, they're just – they're not 
they love coming in the last second. Oh, we got to do this. It's like guys, yeah, we've yeah. been talking about this for a month. I mean, yeah. what, what, what do you guys? And in fairness to them, they, they make a ton of money. They're you know they're probably not paying much attention until push comes to shove. Like okay, we got to report in a week. They're like, what? We got to report where? It's like yeah, the Orlando bubble. You know the one we've been talking about since about middle of May. It's what oh, George pulling George Reister. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> on vacation. Oh, <laughs> uh, get him on Twitter at John Middlecoff. Hear him again on the Three and Out podcast, and uh, yeah, hear him here on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate it, John. We'll do it again ha- next ha- week. Have a good weekend, fellas. See ya. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.